Um, hey, Kenny. Hey, you're man. Still, you're still in Austin or wherever the fuck. Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas, home of the uh, the Cowboys, you know, uh, best team in the NFL. That's where, <laughs> that's where the first Cowboy was ever born, right? I think that's true. It's where they yeah. coined the term, you know. It's when uh, the cows became boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's when those female heifers became boys. That's that's where we learned how that happened. <laughs> it's, a, it's a history um, most people don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a wild wild west out there. Wow. Um, this week we're talking about Alien Cubed, dude. Uh, Alien Cubed, which I didn't realize it basically is named that because the three is very tiny sometimes in the <laughs> yeah it's alien to the third power dang um david yeah, fincher this, david yeah. fincher 1992 yeah God. so uh um yeah it's a bummer that you couldn't make it to this recording again i know how, I, long, how long are you gonna be out there damn so, so i'm out here for two weeks but i'm halfway through that so i'll be back, flying back next saturday and uh be ready to rock our next recordings in person so you only had to you only got rid of me for a week so coming on strong (laughs) next week for the for the next things we're doing you're gonna have to hear wait till the end of the episode to hear about that though huh yes yeah i mean i really the the thing is is that i uh, i was really excited to do this movie i mean i'm glad we did this alien trilogy overall and uh mm-hmm. you know when we bundled one and two together last week we kind of decided like thought about like maybe we should have done all three at once but i'm kind of glad we got this one separated from the pack because i feel like it's kind of separated from the first two in a way for yeah. me at least and, and, well yeah you could easily say that um yeah. let's you know what i want you to finish talking on what how you feel about this movie uh at the end of this episode how sure. does that sound yeah, we okay, can. Well, yes. so, okay, so <laughs> well, welcome back fellow... to Who Watches the Watchers. This is Kenny, and this is the only yeah. time you're going to hear about me until the end. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince, here's Gourlami. <laughs> Um, uh, we're talking about Alien 3 today. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Who Watches the Watchers, fucking Alien Cube. <laughs> um, surprisingly, there's no, uh, cubes in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Damn, babe. Nice. Sorry. For real? <laughs> fucking rad. <laughs> so who directed this movie? It was um, David Fincher? Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. Let me redo the intro. Okay. Uh, do you want to do it? No, 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 go ahead. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, my name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Ashley. Hey Ashley, you're back. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. This is a also- A whole other day. This is a whole nother day. This is probably also going to be in the Maybe Eventually feed. Yeah. So uh, welcome back Maybe Eventually fans. Oh my God, I'm in two episodes? Hey, yep. Dang. Oh. That's, a, that's a new thing. Ask um, Kenny for stickers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Today we're talking about Alien 3, Alien Cubed. I, I was about to get mad at you. Oh, alien Cubed. It is Alien Cubed. <laughs> I think I said that in the last episode and you're like, what? what are you yeah, alien to the third power. Alien to the third power. Fuck. <laughs> um, it directed by David Fincher. This movie came out in 1992. It's starring the only returning character within these first four films, Sigourney Weaver as mm-hmm. Ripley. Um, one thing, one joke I meant we to make. We got Bishop. Oh, Bishop returns from yeah. Aliens. 
Um, mm-hmm. One thing, one joke I wanted to make. Which is Waylon, right? Uh, He's Waylon. Is he is he secretly Waylon? The guy at the end? Oh. That's Waylon, isn't he? Oh, I thought he was just Bishop also. Which, by the way, sorry to interrupt, but that guy who plays uh, Bishop or whatever, uh-huh. he is in Alien vs. Predator. Oh, he is? And he's the... I guess the person who wants to go on this exploration to like Antarctica or wherever the fuck, wherever the fuck they go. And we're going to, we're going to watch yeah, that movie. But yeah, I just want to let you know that okay. it's just, just, it's a cool little thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cause I cool. know you were interested in watching those. So does that mean he's also in Prometheus? Um, I'm not, I think they have somebody else oh, playing okay. Wayland. Okay. I, he might not actually be Wayland. I don't know exactly what his name is in the movie. Okay. Or if they even give one. Well, regardless, he's back from Aliens. Um, Ashley, you had not seen Aliens, mm-hmm. so we also rewatched that movie, mm-hmm. and then we also watched Alien Three. Yes. So you can also speak on Aliens if you'd like. Oh, I probably will. Okay, good. Um, a joke I meant to make in the last episode about Aliens is that they reveal Ripley's first name. Mm-hmm. Um, and my whole life, I thought Sigourney Weaver was a lesbian. <laughs> So when they revealed that her name was Ellen, oh I was God. like, oh, that's the most lesbian name you could possibly give a Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, like whenever, so, so do you think their parents essentially like told them like, hey, your name's Ellen, you're like, going to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> if you're born in yeah. Ellen, you're a lesbian. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny <laughs> to think about. Um, obviously, Ripley's not a lesbian uh, because she kind of has the hot artificial insemination, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> she has the hots for Hicks in Aliens, and then obviously has she has the hots for Clemens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of David Fincher's first movies. Uh, David Fincher oh, really? goes, goes on to direct um, Fight Club and Seven and Gone Girl and The Social Network, and uh, he's this is the second time he's been on this podcast because we had his uh, uh, movie uh, the the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Is also a David Fincher movie. That's right. And so it's kind of crazy that he had this to, like, kind of jettison his career going forward. Yeah, I mean, what a start. Yeah. Really, to start off with a, at the end of a franchise like this, if anything, like or towards the end, you know. Well, the mm-hmm. end of this trilogy, yeah. if mm-hmm. you really want to paint this it. This saga. Right. Yeah. Because um, I think a lot of fans like to think as uh, – think of the first three aliens as being a finite thing right and then resurrections being kind of like the uh, the halloween h2o or whatever like the goofy jason, spinoff jason goes to hell yeah, yeah. kind of that kind of thing mm. or leprechaun in the hood yeah. um and which then, i think there's two leprechaun in the hood i wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. anyway we're gonna watch them <laughs> i at want some point. Uh, yes those could be the bad movies yes <laughs> okay yes i'm down i'm okay. down too um <laughs> But yes, Alien 3, 1992. Um, what a movie. <laughs> when you told me the director and like all the other movies that he's done that I've watched, I expected a little more. Yeah. I also expect a little bit more like horror. Yeah. Okay. The beginning I of this movie that. is kind of trying to paint the idea of horror again. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we really got that achieved, especially whenever we were ramping up to the climax in this movie, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel like it was, all of that was kind of like, like, uh, I guess, already done with the first two movies. Yeah. So I, I really? kind of, 
Yeah, like, I mean, with the whole cosmic horror aspect, especially with the first one. The yeah. first um, one, for sure. Yeah, and I feel like David Fincher probably just didn't want to follow the same general routine, even though this movie, these movies have a pretty yeah. finite path that they take. Yeah. You know, Um, but it just felt like he was trying to give a slightly different feel to it. You he know did. what I mean? He definitely yeah. accomplished that. Because, I mean, like, the second one I thought was okay, the first one's definitely my favorite, um, but the second one was like too action based to the point where it kind of got annoying to me. I was like, I "Oh my god, you. I'm over this! Like, let's get to like the real shit." And so when I when we were gonna watch this one, I was like, "Okay, or maybe we're gonna get back to the roots of like the first one, where it's gonna be more like a close story and it's gonna be like more horror based, which is what I personally wouldn't more mm-hmm. so prefer." I agree. Um, yeah, the second one it almost kind of created that kind of '80s action. It felt right. like the mm. genesis of like, or at least the the peak of 80s action. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this movie, it felt like maybe it was going to kind of go back to horror. And then it almost felt like Alien influenced the thing. And then the thing influenced Alien 3. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could see that. Um, Especially with the, jo- the dog being the uh, mm-hmm. the conduit. That brings the thing into, mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 fucking the haunted house. Yeah, yeah. We, we, what was the creature? It was like a cow of some sort. What, what whatever creature? whatever animal that they had that the alien came out of. It it wasn't a dog. I thought was it a dog? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was I, the one dog. I couldn't even recognize what it looked like oh, when okay. it was hanging there. It hanging looked weird. Wh- which scene are you talking about? Like towards the beginning, oh. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, when the fucking alien pops out of the 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 chest, the of, the chest of the animal, yeah, it was a dog. Yeah, it yeah. didn't look like a dog to me. Well, I it didn't like watch a fucking that part. Cow. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley did kind of look away during those parts. So. It legit looked like a cow. To me. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you say it was a dog, it um, a lot of the stuff because I've I've listen to a lot of like alien lore and stuff like that mm-hmm. i do remember them calling it the dog alien okay yeah. so <laughs> the dog yeah. xenomorph it's the first non like human alien we mm-hmm. see yes especially within this franchise for sure which mm-hmm. goes to what i was saying last time that depending on what gets impregnated the the alien that comes out will change yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the practical parts of this movie oh god looked great yeah the cgi parts <laughs> It's it's almost like they didn't know how to consistently keep the alien the right size. Yeah. Right. Yes, That's definitely. True. Because when it was in practical effects, it looked way bigger. Mm-hmm. And not so much in CGI. Yeah. Um, but I can forgive them yeah. because of when the movie was made. It was made in 1992. So they hadn't really perfected anything like that yet. Mm-hmm. And it's cons- like... The shitty CGI is consistent. It's it's always bad. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You know? That's true. Like, it always looks like a weird green blob. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you ever hear me talk bad about CGI in movies and stuff like that, it's because they have beautiful scenes here mm-hmm. and shitty scenes here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't make sense to me. So like this, it's forgiven because it's consistently bad. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. It just sucks because they'll have one scene or one snippet of a of a cut. 
where it'll be CGI and mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's pulled directly off of a fucking Super Nintendo. <laughs> and then the next scene, like it'll cut from that to the guy's reaction and then it'll cut to the practical alien that yeah. looks fucking awesome because it's a real physical thing you can touch. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, yo, this sucks. Why'd you do any CGI? <laughs> yeah. Why did you do any CGI? It was a new thing, man. They all yeah. wanted to, it seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, How much do you think that costs, dude? Because like, <laughs> like CGI costs a lot of money now, yeah. and they've gotten it down. So like back then when it first came out, it that probably cost a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder how the budget broke out for this movie, broke down for this movie, because this is like seventy percent CGI. <laughs> I guess so. The set looked pretty good. I think yeah. for the idea, because mm-hmm. now we're on this planet. It's a prison planet. Um, or an ex-prison uh, planet. It's a correctional facility. Correctional facility where all these prisoners who are, for the most part, seem like they're skinheads. Yeah, um, just they're only skinheads. Yeah. Oh, well, it's because of the lice. They said lice is right. really bad there. Okay. Right. But they've all also like converted to be like monks, kind of. So yeah. they're like prison monks on this shitty, horrible planet where there's no women and... The facility is like rust punk, where it's mm-hmm. like it's like all like fan blades yeah. and rusty pipes, like, and, like yeah. it used to be steampunk, yeah. <laughs> but, but then it, got it, too it, wet. it just rained a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of my favorite room from Alien One, the the oh, steamy the chain room, steamy chain that's, room. That's what we got everywhere here, dude. <laughs> yeah, we got steamy chains all over this bitch. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. Uh, the set looked like what they were trying to portray mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until we got to like the weird autopsy room where everything was very sterile and sure. clean and like futuristic futuristic. And that was like maybe the most David Fincher part of the movie. That part looked like seven or, mm-hmm. you know, girl with a dragon tattoo or something with the underlights and all that stuff. That scene where they're cutting open newt, which that well, real quick, that could also be said with the cafeteria. Oh, cafeteria true. is extremely mm-hmm. clean. Yeah, and I, and I, white. Yeah, and I think it has to do with the fact that those are the places they're always in, or like the clean the places where they're doing the the cleanest thing, which is eating or cutting open a body. I guess exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have Newt and Hicks in this movie in a way. Mm-hmm. This this movie picks up where you were saying right after the the previous one, which they all kind of do. Right. It's it's almost like Ripley can never have a a good cryo sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's always yeah. awoken by mayhem. Um the the I guess there was a face hugger aboard. Yeah. Yes. The they they don't give too much explanation other than what you see at the beginning, like the mm-hmm. during the intro. Right. Yeah. And so I guess now they're building into the lore that it can secrete its venom acid on its own. Well, yes, and it, it did that even in the first movie. Oh, it did. when it attacks the first guy, he's wearing a helmet. Oh, and oh, it cuts yeah. through his it helmet. It goes through the helmet, and so they have to take the helmet off, and the thing's already inside. That's and right. you see the all the plastic and or whatever melted. In. So yeah. it's almost purposeful. Yes. Yeah. So it, it probably, if anything, if it has, if the acid is just blood, then it probably attacks. And hurts itself. And then allows... Allows the acid to melt away. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's like um, like a horny toad or something like that. Because they can shoot blood out of their eyeballs, right? The horny toad? The, 
Are you talking about the horned toad? No, the horny one. Oh, <laughs> I think they're well. I think they're all horny. Yeah, but um, I think I, I well, at least they're not frogs, right? Because frogs are gay. Yeah, frogs are always <laughs> gay. We know that yeah. they're horny, but they're gay. They're not gay. Oh, no. the the toads. Yeah, the toads. The toads are especially straight. the horny toads. <laughs> if if it's a toad, straight. Yeah. If it's a frog, homosexual. Yes. Yeah. Don't say gay. That's offensive. Right. Yeah. LGBTQF. Do you think um, dog aliens can be gay? Um, I don't know. It only it only attacked the men. <laughs> well, okay. for a reason. Yeah, for a good reason. Um, yeah. So I mean, the the fucking face hugger. What does it do? It cuts into newts and presumably. El- so I Ripley's. think it. I think it, it cuts into Ripley's mm-hmm. um, and then there's got to be at least, there's got to be multiple mm-hmm. facehuggers because- You um, think so? Yes, because every time you see a facehugger previous to this, as soon as it infects somebody, it dies. So as soon as it impregnates somebody, it just, it, it lived its purpose and it dies. Right. Okay. And so um, the one that attacked Ripley had to have died. The one they got her pregnant had to have died. That's true. So then there was another one that got the, that infe- infected the dog, right? And maybe even another one that was that got um, Hicks, but that got destroyed during the crash, right? So I guess there was potentially three. Maybe Bishop put them on board. I don't know. That's true. We don't know. Um, one thing that is. I think upsetting and frustrating the most about this movie is that Ripley is, is impregnated with an alien, a chest burster. And she knows it's a queen. Well, not only does she know it's a queen, it takes, I guess maybe that's why it takes longer to gestate. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like way longer. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think she explains one part that, um, that there's like an egg sac, on it so that's how she knows it's a queen oh. but i don't know i'm maybe just because it's a queen it takes longer to gestate i don't i don't know that's the only thing i could think of yeah so i was trying to find explanations but i couldn't figure it out i just figured she knew because every time the alien was in her presence it wouldn't go after her mm-hmm. so she just kind of put the pieces together and was like there's got to be a reason why i should still be alive yeah, yeah. so the dog alien refuses to attack the host mm-hmm. of its future queen, mm-hmm. which is a great survival technique that somehow they know through pheromones or uh, just an un unspoken. Well, they're fucking. They're the perfect predator. Yeah, you know they're the perfect. I, I guess they're supposed to be like the peak of evolution. Mm. You oh, know, interesting. So, but not. I guess not evolutionary wise because yeah just like predatory wise right exactly so that's very interesting to think about um the dog alien yeah so a face hugger gets a dog Mm. this is the thing all over again it goes back (laughs) to the camp um the dog struggles to hold it in and then it bursts out right um this thing for the first few times that we're seeing it is crawling on all fours Mm -hmm. it looks different but then there's other times 
not CGI wise, where yeah, physicality wise, like actual practical effects, it looks like just the alien from Alien One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that just has to do with budget. Yeah, and sure. not <laughs> wanting to get a different suit or hire a completely different person, so they probably just had the exact same person. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Um, I didn't hate it. I thought it was cool looking, mm-hmm. practically wise. Even, mm-hmm. even I love I, that suit. Yeah, me too. Badass. Um, I think, well, because they definitely do make a different suit or at least cover it in something. Because there's that part where it's still like, yeah, it's, it's got its like, like exoskin still. It's or, almost, mm-hmm. um, almost transparent. Yeah, that part because it's still like somehow growing, mm-hmm. or at least they don't care enough to keep the color of it consistent throughout the film. Yeah, well, I think it just had to do with the CGI at that point. So, like, they they couldn't, they probably had to change the color depending on the CGI. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then the CGI wouldn't even match up with the practical. Yeah. So it's just like, ah, this fucking movie. I wish it would, because there was times where I was like, that's another thing. David Fincher isn't concise on telling us frame to frame, cut to cut, what the fuck is going on. And so there's times where I'm like, considering is there more than one alien what the fuck is happening yeah. right now right. and honestly with the way it's alien cubed alien to the power of three <laughs> i i don't remember watching this movie when i was younger but i did watch it at mm-hmm. some point um i expected there to be three aliens yeah i did too you know, it's cubed yeah you know or at least a cube alien <laughs> like maybe maybe it infected a fucking a face hugger infected a cube yeah a rubik's a, cube yeah, yeah. A rubik's cube oh shit and then an alien rubik's cube came out <laughs> and you had to solve him or he kills you yeah <laughs> or he face hugs you yeah. um, <laughs> um when was the last time you saw this movie it'd been a while um this one probably at at least five years when you last watched it, did you remember? Did, have you thought about it fondly since the last time you watched it? So the last time I watched it, um, me and Amber were watching, I think, so this six film collection, um, I think I had gotten the three film collection before oh. and me and Amber had had a marathon. Okay. And so by the time we were watching this movie, I didn't give a fuck anymore. Okay. I was done <laughs> yeah. watching movies. Yeah. So you so, watched it all in one day. Yes. Okay. And so me and Amber were like, whatever. Yeah. We liked Aliens, the second one the yeah. most, because we just, we were able to turn our brains off and just watch something. Yeah. After being, after watching the good one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think that's why I like Aliens the most is because it's the most playful one. Yeah. You know what is. I mean? So I, you could just enjoy it. And I think I'd argue it's probably the most lore building one up until Prometheus. Right. Because it builds out the idea that Whalen Utani is this corporation that's doing all this stuff and that mm-hmm. there's Marines and, you know, the xenomorphs and there's more than one and there's an alien or a queen. And, you know, that that movie, I think, cements the idea of aliens being more than just a scary thing on board this one ship one time. Yeah. Yes, it could be anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Ashley, do you want to talk on aliens a little bit? I mean, I thought it was a great movie. I feel like it was a little too long-winded and kind of boring um, because I wanted to be fully invested into it when we were watching it, but there was times where I wanted to look at my phone. Yeah. So to me, that's like not a great sign, but I do agree. It was definitely the one that gave us the most information, which I feel like is one of the reasons why the this third one kind of felt like a letdown because it was just, it's kind of like, what's the purpose of this? Yeah. <laughs> Other than you know, potentially her 
killing herself and yeah. potentially ending the government taking this and making a weapon out of it. Um, so I, I, I can understand that. Yeah. I think the reason why my favorite is the first is because it's just its own thing and it's more mm. like, oh shit, this is terrifying. Whenever something terrifying is given meaning, sometimes I don't care as much. Oh, that's mm. a good call. Yeah, if you over-explain the monster, it becomes less of a unknown entity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some things are just scary because they're scary. Yeah. True. You know? So, yeah. yeah, no, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Like, in the second one, one thing that really bothered me is that she, they were on a time crunch when she was trying to go rescue Newt, and she just wasted all this time, like, shooting at the eggs and the- <laughs> Burning them down, yeah. And, like, the, what is it, the- The queen. The queen. I was like, just go already. You have Newt. Go. Like, leave. Get off this planet. They're going to blow up anyways with this, like, bomb that they were going to, like, detonate or whatever. So, yeah. I was like, I, I just didn't get that. I, that really made me mad. But other than that, the second one was great. Yeah. I do like the second one for a lot of those reasons, too. The queen design is fucking awesome mm -hmm. and horrifying. Um, and I agree with you. Just suddenly, like, she knows the facility is going to blow up. And she's just like, I'm going to go ahead and burn these eggs. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just per it was just personal at that point. Yeah. She was like, I need to, like, get revenge. <laughs> but I really liked the way they did, like, the that weird, like, see-through thing where the eggs were yeah. coming from. Mm -hmm. That looked so cool. Yeah. And like the little egg pods are gross, so it looks super cool. So would y'all want to see another alien queen in like another one of these movies? Like if they made uh, another movie, would y'all want another alien queen? That's a good question. I read the synopsis for Resurrection. Okay. And it immediately upset me. Why? <laughs> Have you read the synopsis for no, Resurrection? It's so dumb. Go ahead and read it on the podcast. Okay. It's been 200 years since Ripley made the ultimate sacrifice. But now a new... Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Hold on. But now a group of scientists has cloned her along with the alien queen inside her, hoping to breed the ultimate weapon. That sounds horrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it was literally like they were like, okay, we're just going to take the cool stuff from before. Okay. There was a team... Ripley, alien. All right, put them together. Yeah, <laughs> it's poor Ripley. I, I can't wait to watch that movie because I don't know how the fuck they pull any of that off if they even half-ass do it. I I think that might be like the lowest rated one. As oh well. yeah, I believe so. <laughs> it has Winona Ryder in it. It's so random. I, I like Winona Ryder. I do too, yeah. and I feel like she would have been a great. Um, you know, Scream Queen to like prolong the series yeah. if they were to continue mm. this sequelization of it. Um, but you can tell that that movie did poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder how David Fincher got this fucking movie because previous to this, he know, did man. music videos. Who, who, um, who directed Alien Resurrection? Do you know? I don't know. I think, I think I looked it up and it was a foreign man. I believe he was French. It's like, just weird that. These movies are in the same franchise, but each one's directed by a different person who had With, a completely different vision of how the movies should be made. I agree. It's crazy because, yeah, it's literally like um, uh, fucking David Fincher comes on board and he's like, yeah, we, we can do it, but it has to be weird and gritty and yeah. like confusing mm -hmm. and upsetting. And <laughs> James Cameron came on and he was like, well, we can do it, but... I got to make explosions. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be explosions exactly. and guns. Oh, and Marines. Yeah. yeah. 
So it was the guy that also directed Amali. His name is Jean Pierre Junet. Junet. Mm-hmm. I don't hmm. know. Um, but he, you know, he he has some pretty high rated movies. Aliens Resurrection is not one of them. Alien Resurrections sits at a six point two out of ten, hmm. which isn't that's terrible. Not te- that's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, that's not that bad. This one is at a six point four. So I guess they're on par with each other in a lot of ways. So, so in Aliens, yeah, there's like a crew of Marines that come in, right? That are sent by the Whaling Corporation. Mm-hmm. But in Alien Cubed, it's like scientists, but they have some soldiers, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily classify if they're Marines or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the Marines and Aliens were working for the corporation or maybe just working with the corporation. I think... You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you. I understand what you're saying. I think that they were sent on a suicide mission. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's just weird because um, the Weyland-Yutani Corporation, it's a corporation. It's not the government. Mm -hmm. But there is also a government... Yeah. Or do they work together because, and if they do work together so mm-hmm. much, how powerful is the Whaling Utani Corporation? Yeah. Right. You know, that's yeah. crazy. It is crazy to think that, about. That the that's government like, would be willing to send their own soldiers on a suicide mission for a corporation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're definitely working together, I think. Yeah. yeah. There's no I other way it, around it. I think it's whoever can pay the bill. Oh, okay. And if Whaling Utani can pay for the government's bills, the government's right. going to be like, okay. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> thank <true>. you, Daddy. <laughs> Let's take a very quick break, and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Alien Cubed. Hell yeah! Hey guys, we're back. Um, let's talk about some of these poor saps on this fucking prison planet. Can I make a comment real quick before we get into the like actual guys that are here? Yeah. So something that I was like, huh, maybe this is important, is when we showed that they were crashing on this planet it said like double y chromosome yeah i was like why is that important i don't know other than the fact that it's men only it's because they there was a uh, theory going around like an actual theory Uh that uh, men with a double y chromosome are more likely to be aggressive and violent oh like that's what people thought about uh, thought uh, for a long time has that okay. been since disputed yes okay yes. okay interesting yeah. that's crazy that's mm-hmm. a good thing you knew that because i was like is that is that whenever that, that's a man that's crazy that you even caught that because i didn't even recognize that oh really yeah hmm. i think they also say it themselves but i read it as like oh men only i don't know <laughs> like uh, it God. just yeah I feel, i'm sure that that's another reason why they they put that there yeah um but i guess i was like why why does Ripley always have to be surrounded by a bunch of dumb men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or mean robots. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's a commentary on I, the yeah. real world. <laughs> I also think that they're, uh, just because of the era that these movies were kind of made, sure. um, women weren't in the limelight mm-hmm. as much as they should have been. So I can imagine that they didn't want to put too strong of a male lead to 
overshadow her. Oh, that's a good. You know call what too. I mean? Yeah. So See, they have to dumb dumbify all the men. Yes. That's, so that that's she, what I don't and, appreciate. Yes, yeah. and that's it's fucked up. It's yeah. anti. It, it's 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 shitty. like fake. It's like faux feminism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's shitty. I'm. It's okay that they do it because mm-hmm. it really puts her in the limelight mm-hmm. but it's shitty the reasons why they feel mm-hmm. the need to do that that's a good you know because you can still have a strong male role and just if you don't want him to be the main character just have him killed off or something or like, just you know? don't have him the main character yeah exactly <laughs> like it they don't need to they shouldn't have worried so much about her being overshadowed because she does such an amazing job anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She's so. such a strong presence. I mean, I guess they kind of did that with the doctor. Yeah. So. But the fact that they made them have sex kind of pissed me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on now. Yeah. I have a huge gripe with pointless sex scenes in movies. Yeah. Well, I can also probably argue that besides the, besides um, fucking... Uh, this this was meant to be a joke until I forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> but besides in Aliens confirming that El, uh, that Ripley has a daughter, uh, mm. we didn't know that she maybe she was a virgin this whole time. It didn't. It didn't. Let- <laughs> oh, also, I think that's what helped me realize that he wasn't um, a robot. Oh right! I thought he was a oh. robot because of his demeanor and the way that he was about everything. Acts. And there's a robot in the other movies. So mm-hmm. There has yeah. to be this one in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Clemens. I immediately attached to. I was like, "Oh, I like this guy. He's he's understanding. He knows that. Hey, there's something else going on, and we're on your side. And we need to figure out what this is that you're so afraid of." Um. After she begs him to do the autopsy on Newt, which oh, was Tyron Lannister. Oh, from Game of Thrones. That I makes was sense. sorry. It just clicked in my head who the actor is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which was also an upsetting scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a David Fincher thing. It was like, hey, can we do an autopsy on the little girl? Can we show the scene where they do an autopsy on the little girl? Mm-hmm. And, of course, we don't see too much. But still, mm-hmm. it's just such a weird, like, like disturbing, upsetting thing that you know David Fincher's. That's where he's, like, focally trying to look at. Mm-hmm. It It's similar to, like, all of his other movies where it's like, can we can we do this weird, gross thing real quick? But not show it all the way. Exactly. You think it's because he's a bit of a hobgoblin? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to attribute hobgoblins to him. Okay. Uh, but he's acting like a hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was afraid. There's a running joke we do that we've been doing, mm-hmm. where it seems like David Fincher likes weird, bad sex. Yes. And they almost did that in this movie. <laughs> there was almost a rape scene in this fucking movie. Yeah. I was not going to lie, already pissed off, right? When it was implying that that was what was coming. Right. I was like, I cannot believe that they're going to do this because we've watched David Fincher's movies on this podcast. I assumed that that was about to happen. And to one of the strongest female roles to ever walk the face of the earth. Like, how dare you? I know. (laughs) I know. Do you think it's because he just wants to show like how shitty humans are is that I, just the point of it i do i do think that i has think a part to do with it. i think it's men yeah mm. i think sure. he's trying to paint how aggressive and mean men can mm. and are and that's why there there's the whole double y chromosome thing yeah and it, no matter what position of power we're in we're all dumb pieces of shit yeah like, yeah exactly <laughs> this movie is basically trying to say like yes all men yeah and so it's like okay um uh, <laughs> And so we get into it and and we learn Clemens is like, oh, maybe we like him 
And that's what attributes you to believe, oh, maybe he's a robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. So I think that that's kind of funny. Um, it was upsetting, the structure of this story, because it's not very much of a story. It's kind mm -hmm. of just a couple of checklist items that they wanted to see mm. in the film, which is a new type of xenomorph, um, Ellen's pregnant with the queen. Uh, they wanted to redo the uh the synth yes part where he comes back to life they yes. want they're like it looked like crap the first time <laughs> let's make it look slightly less shitty this time oh man i was eating it up i loved the scene where they did an okay like, job with it mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't the worst <laughs> but he was also like so severely damaged mm -hmm. that it was so believable yes. you yeah. know i loved that scene because i knew that that actor came back to play bishop in this movie mm -hmm. and i thought that that was it I thought that was the only time we were going to get him and it was going to be voiceover for this dope puppet. Mm -hmm. I loved that scene. I thought it was so fucking cool. I think that that's the shining scene in this whole movie. Oh, yeah. I love it. I thought it was so fucking cool looking. Um, but no, obviously they wanted to end the franchise as well. Mm -hmm. And so the story was kind of just half a story that they kind of just weaved into this movie. Mm -hmm. And that's evident because they built... Clemens as this cool character and then killed him off and then immediately killed off the the warrant the the, the warden the warden the, super superintendent superintendent yeah. like within fucking five minutes of each other yeah which I think was kind of it was kind of needed to push the story forward yeah. oh yeah yeah because I mean otherwise it was just to be another 20 minutes of them being like we don't believe you ripley yeah exactly yeah. so and we've had enough of that in these movies yeah or at least i have <laughs> oh yeah do you think clemens death was justified for the story to move forward the way it did yes do you think he would have been the heroic role that would have stepped in the front when the superintendent died no i think it would have still gone to that guy 85 well because as much as 85 is in charge, Ripley's technically in charge. Oh, yeah. Yes, but still. You yeah. know what I mean? Because um, Clemens didn't have the codes to talk to oh, true. anybody outside. So, I mean, at the end, they still would have had to turn to 85. Yeah. Which I think it's hilarious why they call him 85. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty good. That is pretty good. I mean, it's all it's kind of like Aliens, too, where, you know, they tell her, oh, you're just going to come and help us, give us some guidance. But really, she's in, ends up being in charge. And the guy that's running everything is kind of like not fully knowledgeable and experienced. So, yeah, which is just like the first one <laughs> where the lieutenant is just fresh off the boat. Oh, yeah. no, that's the second one. That is Dang. the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody listens to Ripley in the first one either, and she mm -hmm. definitely should be in charge of that crew as well. <laughs> That's a good call. Um, yeah, I don't know. The idea that, yeah, they built Clemens and then killed him so quickly was so fucking weird. It was very weird. I think it was kind of like they wanted to make sure that he couldn't be the heroic one. Or, or like we needed to put Ripley in a more dire situation. Or do you think they were trying to raise the stakes? Like, oh, mm -hmm. here's a here's a a character that seems really important. Mm -hmm. You're gonna like him. You're gonna love him. Boom, he's gone. We could kill anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but then they don't so, let us like anybody else. True. Even like uh, fucking Dylan, the like reverend guy. Yeah. He's so unlikable and there's nothing that he does until the very end when they're in the, the lead mold mm-hmm. that proves. Well, no, that's not true. Ripley kind of begs him to kill him or kill her at yeah. one point. Oh, boy, this fucking movie. <laughs> but out of, you know, I mean, and he doesn't kill her, but I mean. He he's selfish if he did, selfish if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of thing, you know, because he he would love to kill her. He doesn't care, but he he's doing it for his own sake. Why he didn't, you know? Yeah. Boy, this movie is like a rotten tooth in the mouth <laughs> of the Alien franchise. I'm trying to remember. Um, was uh Dylan the one that like believed in God or something? Yeah. Okay. Do he's think? the one that he needed to beat the Christ back into the boys that tried to rape her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's like picking and choosing what out of like the Bible is what he's going to follow or whatever. Yeah. He's, he was crazy. Sounds like most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's commentary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, They're trying to get this fucking alien and they cook up a plan where they're going to use... What were they going to use? Some sort of explosives? It was like a like napalm. Some so it looked like napalm, essentially. Especially when it went off. Yeah, yeah. and so they just they just kind of globbed it onto everything and tried to lure mm-hmm. this thing into a, a toxic waste container, mm-hmm. basically like a giant vault. Because mm-hmm. they have no weapons. Yes, yeah. and that goes wrong. Kills majority of everybody. Yeah. There's like twenty five of them. I think they said at one point. I think that's right. And so, like, we'll say half of them die in this, at least half of them. Yeah. And then from there, they have the next plan, which is run the alien through a maze, lock all the doors, and lead it into a lead mold, a giant lead mold, which Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure what the mold is for. Who knows? Maybe it's for making giant ships. Yeah, like <laughs> walls or something. Yeah, I don't but know. it has to be a mold, so it can't be a wall. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a weird thing that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's just another way for David Fincher to like show off like his first person idea of shifting through these corridors of filming it, which also doesn't really land either because it feels very. It it all feels like. Like a bad music video. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. guess I could see that. Like, it's just so... It's it's all about the set. It's all about the feeling. Mm-hmm. And not at all about the story. Not the content. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it I think um, the reason why they wanted to... The reason why it feels kind of half-baked is because they were desperate in making it seem important that in the previous movie, they had a bunch of weapons and now they have none. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean... That's very true. I just, the whole time, all the men screaming around, trying to close the doors. God, it was like, I couldn't tell what the hell was happening sometimes. And and it's it's just chaos. And I think they were really trying to build suspense there. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of fell short. Because it was yes. a bit too much. It was like prolonged suspense. Mm-hmm. It was just a headache. And you didn't really care about any of these men. And then the weird camera angles. Yeah. Just threw it off. What did you say it was like? Um... Nine Inch Nails. Yes. Yeah, which he directed Nine Inch Nails music videos before this. Wow. I. That's I'm, disappointing. I'm, <laughs> I'm in disbelief 
on how he got this movie. Because there are, you can see his future work in some of the scenes. Right. But, like, the someone must have read this script and been like, yeah, I don't know, man. You think it was, um, like, a low-risk, high-reward situation? Yeah, just the fact that it was the return of the Alien franchise? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, okay, we want to make another movie. Uh, we don't want to spend too much money on it. And we don't want to hire the best director to do it because they're going to cost too much money so let's get somebody middle of the line you know somebody maybe somebody coming up and if it the movie doesn't do good we could blame it on them yeah i guess so you know you know what i mean yeah um man Uh, we we talked about in the previous episode every movie comes out about six years apart right um this the previous one was 86 this one comes out in 92 the next one, Resurrections, comes out in 97, I think. They fucking ruined it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Bastards. And it's almost like they can wait one more year? It's almost like, that's the thing. It's almost like they heard about some of the ideas in this movie, and they're like, no, can we try again? And so they're like, let's clone her. <laughs> let's clone <laughs> and her. And bring her back in the next one. It's just, ah. Uh, they obviously, I just don't get it. Nowadays, if a franchise doesn't work, they're going to reboot it in two years. Yeah. And this one, it's almost like they took six years in between each movie, the first two bangers. And then they take six years to develop this one. Well, didn't like, didn't it also take like a lot longer to make movies back then? Yeah. I'm I mean, sure that wasn't too, too long ago, but still like, a lot of movies took like at least a year and a half to two years to make. I don't think this movie took more right? than a year to make. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think it's because... I can imagine that. I think it's because in Hollywood back then, like if they build up a set like this, they can't... It, that's real estate that's... True. You need to take it back down. We need to build up another set mm-hmm. for another movie tomorrow, you know? So I, I think this pro- movie probably took a little bit less than a year and then maybe like a couple of months to edit. Yeah. And it's just crazy that this is the final product. You know what I mean? It's it's very it's honestly disappointing that this is this is Alien Three. You know, like this is what that that trilogy ended at. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I understand like all these mining worlds can't be like cool futuristic mm-hmm. sceneries, but I, this at least give us a good story. Yeah. You know, because like once Ripley finds out that it's the queen in her, she's just like, I want to die. And then there's like no real motive going forward. She's like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself. If no one's going to kill me, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, so I'm going to die anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And then human bishop shows up once they once Mm -hmm. Dylan leads the the dog alien into the lead mold and all the other skinheads are dead except for fucking uh, Morse. Who was that? Was his name Morse? Yeah, who yeah. was like the last one I'd ever expect to survive. Yeah. Well, he made a, a deal with God so he <laughs> could live forever. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> huh? There you go. Oh, you know what? Now thinking about it, when she found out she was um, impregnated, I guess the motive was to make sure that the alien doesn't leave and go to the corporation. Whaling Corporation. Yeah. That's right. That's the actual motive. That's true. Yeah. Because. 86 or whatever, 85, whatever his fucking name was. 85. He calls uh, Daddy Whalen. He's like, come pick me up. 
He's like, mommy's acting weird. <laughs> I think mommy pregnant with the queen. Come pick me up. <laughs> and so the Wayland Corporation is on their way. It's going to mm-hmm. take, what, like a few hours or less than a week. They say 12 hours at first. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, oh, she has a one inside her. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there in two hours. Like, how? How? <laughs> how? It's just to show how <laughs> shitty they are and yeah. like selfish. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So basically, I f- this is what I feel like happened. They're like, okay, uh, there's like some alien situation going down. Okay, we'll leave in like 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they say Ripley's there and she has one inside her. Okay, we'll leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, That's so funny. Uh, but Human Bishop is part of the team, mm-hmm. which is still confusing because I guess it's supposed to be some big revelation that, oh, the robot was based on me and am I Wayland? I don't know. And then fucking 85 or 86 or whatever his dumbass name is, hits him over the head. And fucking his ears like yeah. hanging off. ears hanging That looks so good. That it looks look great. Yeah. But you would think if he's human, there's got to be a fucking waterfall of blood coming out of the side of his head. Hey, by yeah. Now. yeah. That's why you thought maybe he's also a robot. Yeah. I thought he was a different robot that different has human blood instead yeah. of milk blood. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe he's uh, lactose intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) He got soy milk blood. (laughs) That would be me if I was a fucking Wayland robot. I mean, he did kind of bleed a lot, but... I, I, I think you're expecting it to be like gushing, right? Like there there has kind to be of. plenty of blood on his shoulder yeah. for his ear to be that far off of his face. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he I this revelation, especially because there's no payoff, there's no explanation, mm-hmm. and she immediately jumps into the biggest vat of fire <laughs> in the galaxy. Oh god, that editing Fucking was furnace. so funny. <laughs> oh yeah. The way she like kind of just, just like disappears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it literally meant nothing. And you expect, because the previous two movies did it, where they have an ending, and then just kidding, here's second ending. Right. You would think that there was something more at the end of this movie. And there's not. They actually take Morse with them for some reason. And you would expect a bigger payout at the end of this movie, especially because it's fucking the same length as the other two. Yeah. Yeah, it's With, two hours. It's like fuck, <laughs> and and then you, yeah, it's a bit lackluster at the end. It definitely, um, it's. But I mean, I I felt like they kind of just ran out of ideas. I agree. Yeah. It's like they had two really good ideas, and then they're like, the rest of it, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's so. This movie is confusing. Not mm-hmm. the story. Story is pretty straightforward. They're just trying to get off this fucking planet because there's a dog alien. It's confusing that this is what they decided to go with after fucking five years of trying to figure out who's going to direct the next Alien movie. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's confusing. So, since we saw a dog alien in this movie, what other type of aliens would y'all like to see? Oh, man. You know, if... Uh, we did we did our crossover ideas last time where I was like, oh, Godzilla versus Alien. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was thinking of like an ape or something. Yeah, like a King Kong or something. Or something because like I'm thinking about like obviously dog animal. Yeah. I was like, what's a more vicious, scary animal that you could encounter? An ape would be terrifying because they have 
a higher intelligence. Exactly. What about like a pterodactyl? <laughs> a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Why Dude. not? But like a pterodactyl specific, like a fucking Flying. one with, that can fly. Yeah. 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 Like would... how you said like Mothra. Yeah. Last time. Yeah. Dude. Dude. A bat alien. Galactus alien. <laughs> if we were to do like, I don't know, a, a thing from another franchise. I mean. A thing from another world. A thing from another world. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. There, an alligator xenomorph sounds terrifying. Oh gosh, that does sound terrifying. A shark, a shark xenomorph, a sharkomorph. You know, I think you brought it up last time too. The the fucking dumbass Jurassic Park Dominion or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The new one that's coming out, oh, Jurassic yeah. World. Um, it's as if dinosaurs were all over the planet. Yeah. I think that they should do that with Xenomorph. I think we're at the point where the next Alien movie should be in the far-flung future. And I think we talked about Like it. Terminator. Yeah, like Terminator or... or but with um, I think maybe Kenny brought it up. It would be like A Quiet Place. Oh, oh yes, he did. That's a good one. Where yeah. it's just a lot of survivors hiding somewhere where the aliens can't reach them. And the world is just various Xenomorphs. It would be... That would be really tough because, um, like a quiet place, that's that's easy. You, mm-hmm. Well, not easy, but just right. stay quiet. You know, mm-hmm. um, with xenomorphs, they're the prime. They're yeah, they're the perfect predator. Right. So they will find you. Yeah. You know, so this would have to be like the end of humanity. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of movie. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. would. You know, it could be an alien versus predator movie. And yes, and then a predator comes in and saves the day. That's what I'm saying. The pred- There's a select few of predators. There's like 20 predators, and they're saving humanity. So the thing I love the most about the predators is that they, while, okay, so while the aliens are the perfect predators, mm-hmm. the actual predators, yeah. <laughs> the predator species are the perfect hunters. Yeah. And they love hunting. Like, they, they have a whole planet that they capture creatures and, and send to this planet so, so that way they, they could, could it's a sport. game planet yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hunting planet and so that would be that's a good concept so that because it could be like okay we're sending 20 warriors down to try to cleanse this planet of this alien species of the alien scum yeah, yeah. of the alien yeah alien scum um those of you that make it back will be you know will, will rise above the ranks mm-hmm. and so none of them make it back yeah all no matter everything on earth dies because um predators are like okay we're gonna die too but fuck it we'll just kill everything yeah you know i think that would be a good one me too that'd uh, be pretty cool i'm excited let me pitch you just something make it. bring back will smith do aliens versus predators versus men in black <laughs> <laughs> or uh-huh bring back will smith do uh alien versus predators versus men in black versus those creatures from uh, from that fucking movie he did. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> I uh, am legend. I am legend. <laughs> oh my god! I what if one of them gets Day. a xenomorph? Isn't aren't they they're, zombies? They're just humans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just humans that have mutated, basically. I think it would be fun Which to bring back Men in Black. Will Smith is back. Um, back in black, and he. A predator comes to Earth and he's like, yo, what the fuck? What are you doing here? We have a treaty with you guys. And the predator is like, 
y'all got xenomorphs. The predator's just making clicking noises. <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. And and Will Smith's like, y'all, we got xenomorphs. He's like, I don't speak that click shit. <laughs> but we got them them xeno monkeys <laughs> and we need to take care of them. And then you just that hear was blades. A terrible Will Smith impression. No, that's yeah. how he sounds. He sounds like Paul Damien. Um, and then you said you hear Blade. Yeah, you hear Blade in the background. Oh my like god! Like Wesley Snipes Blade. No, I just meant the Predators like blades oh. coming out of his arms. <laughs> but yeah, Wesley Snipes Blade is okay. in it too. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> um, Blade, yeah, Blade versus Alien versus Predator. Oh my god! I wish we could redo Alien Three so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, what would you do? Um, since you're so interested, I don't, it. I don't want this planet. This planet sucks. Okay. I think go back to horror, um, in a more David Fincher, a mature David Fincher way. Like after he's learned the ropes a little bit more and after he understands story a little bit better. Uh, cause I'm pretty sure he was just like, I don't think I like the script, but it's alien three. How mm. am I going to say no to this? You mm. know what I mean? And then I'm pretty sure the studio was the one that was like, we can do CGI. And he was like, okay, I trust you. And then when they did CGI, they were like, ooh, looks like we can't do CGI. <laughs> um, God damn it. <laughs> ooh, that, yeah. Yeah. I already told you we could, yeah. so it's going to be in the movie, but. yeah. <laughs> David Fincher's like, what are you talking about? We just filmed the walls. There's supposed to be an alien up there. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I, I don't, I, this planet sucks. I hate the idea. It doesn't, like, sure, I think the idea was, like, we already had them go up against a, a tough, like, um, uh, cargo crew. Mm -hmm. We had them go up against Marines. Who's scarier than Marines? Crazy prisoners. <laughs> so they had thought that that was the next step up of masculinity. Yeah. I disagree. Ditch the whole masculinity idea. Do a horror movie where Ripley is pregnant with the Queen of of the aliens and find out another way to i don't know end this movie I, a different scenery i don't know i just so i the way i would do it mm -hmm. is i would keep a prison okay mm -hmm. but it's uh males and females in the prison okay um i wouldn't have the prison on a different planet the prison okay. would be here on earth oh and what if earth is just all prison planet now that would be fucking insane. <laughs> but, well, no. What I would want to do is, uh -huh. Earth is obviously the prime place, but there is a prison on Earth. And let's say she happened to crash land in the prison. Um, and for whatever reason, they were they went undetected. And then they're trying to get people to come to the prison while also trying to get keep the alien from getting out of the prison. Because oh. even if it just gets out of the prison... Right. It can take over the world. All hell. So it's loose. it's almost like Waylon Yutani just being like, oh, it's in a prison? Yeah. Just build the walls higher, homie. We got it. Exactly. So it'll it, it'll raise the risks a lot of oh, the yeah. movie because it's already here on Earth. And then Waylon's just that much closer to it, you know? Yeah. And then it'll give more of a meaning to, oh, I need to fucking kill myself because this dude is going to get this, you yeah. know? 
I agree. I think the biggest flaw for me is just the the men that are there. Yeah, yeah. that's the, really the biggest thing that I feel like is unnecessary and could be could have been improved upon. The even the planet would have been fine because I think it it is kind of interesting. I think if it was on Earth, I think that's I feel like that's too too close to home. Too close to home, mm, okay. and I think that they clearly didn't care enough about this movie to make it that high stakes. Yeah, maybe on the moon then. A moon prison. A moon, I love moon prisons. You know me. I say that every night before bed. I turn to Ashley. I'm like, baby, you know me. I love you and I love moon prisons. That's a great idea, Paul Damien. Honestly, I'm going to put you in a moon prison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come back next week. We're going to be talking about Predator 1 and Predator 2. We're going to be covering both of them in one episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are we going to rate this one? Yeah, we should. That's a good <laughs> we idea. Probably should right before we end the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Ashley, you get to rate a movie. Uh-huh. All right. You have not done that before, so I'm pretty sure you know how it works. We do mm-hmm. one uh, out of five, right? And you're allowed to do points, like one point one, whatever, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and rate this one. Paul Damien, do you want me to refresh your mind on what you gave Alien and Aliens? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, you remember? Um, I, I'm going to give this one a, a 3.6. A 3.6, okay. Yeah. No, it was it was still enjoyable enough for me to watch, mm-hmm. um, but there was a lot going on that kind of pulled me away from the movie, and I just I didn't find it as interesting or as compelling as the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still a good movie, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it didn't completely let me down. <laughs> so it, it's still watchable. Still very watchable, even even uh, nowadays. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go ahead. Do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I'll go next. Okay. I'm going to give it a 2.9. Okay. Because I feel like it's half-assed, so that automatically made mm. me go to a 2.5. Okay. But I think that Sigourney Weaver's acting made it so much better for me so yeah. i bumped it up a little bit okay. gotcha i think i'm gonna go in that in between you guys i'm gonna give it like a 3.2 i don't think it's a terrible movie right i i'm very confused on how this is what we have come to after alien and aliens i feel mm-hmm. like both those movies had clear ideas to portray and then alien 3 was kind of just like i don't know man I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, you know me. Like, every time we watch a movie, especially if I don't know a whole lot about it and I'm just going into it blindly, I always have the best outlook for it. And I always end up liking things more than you do mm-hmm. because I'm less critical. I just enjoy it for what it is. I was actually really excited going into this one and I was so let down, which doesn't normally happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, I think I tried to be less critical of this movie. Because I didn't hear the best stuff about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why my rating is a 3.6 yeah. more than anything. Because of my feelings going into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I just, it it dumbfounds me, this movie. Uh, <laughs> it's, but it, it's a bit confusing, right? It, yeah. But it has a lot to say. It has a lot to show. Mm-hmm. Um, the practical effects are stellar, as mm-hmm. always. I think there's more practical alien effects in this movie than there was in Aliens. Aliens yeah. had a lot of face hugger action. This one had plenty of of physical alien. Well, mm-hmm. a- Aliens had a lot more of stuff going on in the background. You could hear it happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't see it. So yeah, I would definitely agree with that. This one had far more. 
Yeah. It, like practical effects. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the most screen time we have of an alien also. You think so? Like including the CG. You think more than the first one? I think more than the first one. Because the first one, mm-hmm. you just kind of see a drop down in silhouettes or stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, I really want you to watch uh, Covenant. Alien Covenant. That that has to be one of my favorite ones. I can't wait. Like Alien Covenant is What's phenomenal. the order? Well, these the chronological order yeah. is Prometheus, Covenant, Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because these are prequels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Covenant is... Honestly, I, w- I would say that's my favorite one. I can't yeah. wait to watch it. I think it's going to take us a year to watch it. But That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully by the time it co- we, we come back around to Alien April, there'll be a new Alien movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a, re- yeah, a resurgence and everybody's just super into it right then? That'd be cool. That'd I'd be, be down. awesome. Uh, I'd be very into that. Um, but yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Come back next week. We're going to be talking about Predator in preparation for mm-hmm. AVP, which yeah, is ne- at the end of Alien April. Next week will be To Catch a Predator. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes, we will. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on anywhere where you get podcasts. Um, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. I forgot to say that in the last episode. Um, also, listen to Maybe Eventually, Ashley and I's other podcast. Hey. And if you're Ooh. here from Maybe Eventually, listen to Who Watches the Watchers. Hell yeah. Yeah, you had a good time, didn't you? <laughs> Um, thank you for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, come back next week. Paul, I mean, say, say the thing. Oh, the Kenny? Yeah. Say the Kenny oh. thing. Well, if he was here, he'd probably be like, well, I'll see, see you then or I'll see, see you on another time. time. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, he has two voices. I've cried a thousand times. I'm going to cry some more. I'm going to cry right now. You know, I haven't used the soundboard very much in these episodes. I'm just going to go wild. This is just awful. Awesome. Okay, here, make a beat real quick. Okay. Ooh. I, I was like, right away, that was a good one. Weird. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Oh boy. So Kenny, uh, you wanted to talk on uh, Alien Cube. Somewhere. Yeah. So I, I really, the thing was is that uh, I kind of love this movie. I'm not going to lie. I think for oh. me, uh, oh. it's not a perfect movie by any long shots, but I think it's like hilariously David Fincher having rewatched it and knowing a little bit more about his career, it feels mm-hmm. like a movie he made, if that makes sense. You know, it just has so many elements from other, you know, the other movies we've watched of his that yeah. fit right into place in this, where I was like, oh, he, that would be David Fincher. He would be the one to explore those elements in this movie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, besides the kind of god-awful CGI we get for the alien, you know, I mean, uh-huh. 1992 CGI is only going to look, one kind of way and that's probably awful um i think this movie's kind of fun for what it is uh i think you know the there's a lot that kind of gotten forgot it's like what got me when we watched aliens was that the uh there was so much that james cameron obviously kind of didn't care about in the lore to like really lean into like the you know i mentioned the acid blood and how he was like well if you're about five feet away from them it doesn't matter anymore 
Um, yeah. And you got even more of that in this version too. But it's one of those things where I like that they kind of took the idea and ran with it in their own ways. You know, David Fincher obviously wanted a more animalistic uh, xenomorph than we had seen before. Yeah. And so he literally had it ripped out of a cow, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I I might cut this. But I think there's two different versions of the intro to this movie. Really? Because you, uh, Paul Damien also said, oh, the cow at the beginning of the movie. Ashley and I watched this on DVD, and it was most obviously a dog in this version. Really? <laughs> so it sounds like you list, or you watched the, the director's cut. I did, in version. fact, watch the director's cut on Amazon, yeah. <laughs> Wow! And, uh, Holy shit! It's that's kind of crazy. Maybe that's because people didn't respond well to the dog. You know, it's I don't. That was, or that would, or they thought it maybe was a a the a thing ripoff. Yeah, absolutely. So that's so interesting that they chose to not uh, have that. That's a weird inconsistency that obviously the production company, if anything, was like, well, no, because the dog is the final product. If anything, yeah, so they were like, the dog, cow weird, lo- dog good. <laughs> I'm looking at the back of the DVD. It says theatrical version for Alien Cube. Wow. So that means the director's cut had a completely different animal. That's fucking wild. That's so. That's a very interesting thing to wonder why that happened. You know, I'm a little curious yeah. on what the what the conver- the boardroom conversation was that made that happen. I mean, obviously, I don't think for a director's cut they would have gone back and shot more practical effects of like a cow doing that or whatever yeah so that must mean that during the filming they went ahead and shot two different versions to see what the test audience might have liked more and they went with dog (laughs) (laughs) i guess so so i mean but is it run the same because so it just is it just an already dead dog that it rips out of or it's like a live dog that it like it's a live dog that's having issues and and freaking out and it has scars from where the face hugger grabbed onto its face and everything really and there's no yeah. other really animals shown throughout the nope. movie because that's in our version it's just the the version we watched the director's cut you it, the cow's just already dead and wow. maybe and maybe that was the problem people were mad that it was like obviously growing within a dead body you know I think um, that that's also probably inconsistent to how a xenomorph must, like, uh, you know, gestate. Grow. Yeah. Well, yeah. talk to Ridley, who managed to have one gestate for a ridiculous amount of time for reasons we don't totally understand. You know? Oh, well, that's because this is the queen. The queen the got queen. to cook longer. She's a little extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she takes ten more minutes in the oven than all the others. So. Yeah. Just, just ten minutes. <laughs> what made me laugh is that when they show it, I felt like it didn't particularly look any different than the xenomorph babies we'd seen before. But somehow they were like, "That's the queen, no yeah. doubt." <laughs> I think there was an egg sack or something that they mm. mentioned, or at least in the version I watched. Yeah, that's crazy that we ended up watching completely oh, different bad. versions, and we did it last yeah, week cause... too with aliens. Yeah, well, because I even, like, corrected Paul Damien. I was like, no cow. There was no cow. It was a dog. Oh, and he's no. like, okay, I couldn't tell. I thought it was a cow. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, yeah. beyond all of that, I actually think this movie is pretty entertaining. And I think 
for me, it goes a little bit more back to Alien in the sense of, like, there's no weapons. You know, this is just people trying to survive this situation as, like, cleverly as they can, you know? I liked mm-hmm. that the Alien felt like it had more stakes in this movie than it, they did in Aliens, you know? It, it We're back to just one enemy, and yet it still felt like they didn't stand a chance against it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think this movie explored kind of the human weakness a little bit better for me in the sense that it wasn't just like, oh, rich guy wants to get rich. This was like this, you know, criminal has been living on a different planet for years at this point and has kind of lost his nut and that thinks this thing is God, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked all of those elements that were kind of got explored in this movie a whole lot. They're just kind of baked into a movie that tried too hard to work with technology that just had not gotten there yet, you know, is yeah. what I think its biggest crutch uh, is. But I really enjoyed... Um, Charles Dance is Clemens. You know, I thought he did a good job. I the, I thought the relationship between them felt more organic than it did in Aliens, a little bit. Um, and I I think no matter no matter how many times Sigourney Weaver went back to this role, she managed to still be a badass one way or the other. You know, so. I was very entertained uh, by this movie, even watching it a second time and trying to be a little bit more critical about it. <laughs> um, but I think it's because I have like kind of low expectations of it. I kind of really enjoy it a lot, you know. So with all that said, um, I think I'm going to rank this one. If that's cool, really quick. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to sure. put, put, ask the rating. Yeah, I'm going to put it right next to Aliens. Funny enough, I think I'm going to also give it a 4.2. Um, because I believe I gave Alien a 4.5, right? Uh, I'm pretty yes. confident those are my scores. Yeah. So uh, I think this is this and Aliens both have epic changes they decided to make from the base information they were given from the first movie. Um, but I think they explore kind of very interesting different elements of where these this story could go. You know, like if mm-hmm. I feel like this movie could have been the second installment and it would fit in that that spot just as well as it would have aliens does in a sense you know yeah so but yeah man you, can i can i read you real quick we read it on the podcast uh but can i read you the synopsis for alien resurrection yes please did you did you happen to read it no but i have seen no. the movie so i'm curious oh, how they seen would res you've seen alien resurrection i have okay so the synopsis says it's been 200 years since Ripley made the ultimate sacrifice, yep. but now a group of scientists have cloned her along with the alien queen inside her, hoping to breed the ultimate weapon. <laughs> well, they just give it all away in the synopsis. <laughs> Dude, it um, is ridiculously hilarious. <laughs> it's It does not sound wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, having me on the episode in spite of me being several hundred miles away. You don't have no idea how much it means. You yeah, still get to be here again? to keep watching. I'm in uh, I'm, uh, I'm in uh, Sector 4 Alta 27 of the <laughs> Quaterian Quadrant, you know? Okay, well, let us know if you I'm see checking weird in an SOS. Yeah. Of yeah. a ship that apparently crashed out here. So <laughs> we'll see what I bring back with me. <laughs> okay. But all right, man. Well, Thank you so much. Thank you all so much yeah. for being here. And uh, Oh, you I can will... say your thing now that this is the end of the episode. Yeah. You can say the thing. I will uh, see you all then, or I will see you all on another time. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, <laughs>